Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to WOW Podcast. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. And today we have two special guests. They go by the names Sisters J, but I know them as Elizabeth and Lily Jackson. How are you ladies doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing great. I am doing well. So you ladies have been doing quite a bit. Your mother has been raising y'all up pretty well. You're doing illustrations, you're singing, you're juggling, you're going to the circus. Like, what do you ladies not do? What do you do? What do you do? So let's talk about this. Let's talk about um, how did you guys get interested into, I guess, music and art? Um, <laughs> that's a long story. Do you want the, the shortened version? <laughs> yeah, give me the shortened version. Um, well, our parents raised us on classical music when we were younger. And mm-hmm. um, since then, and also art, just as a way to express ourselves as uh, children, because uh, mom is a writer. She loves to write. And she knows that that along with we were also in sports as a way to like express and and um get ourselves out there and i found a love for um music very young and even when i was uh, in elementary school i was very fond of it and then started in band when i was 11 and also started to self-teach myself to play guitar and love to sing and write and that's just kind of taken off since then and that's my side of the story i guess Mm -hmm. okay I'd, um, I'd have to say musical theater. And I also like, yeah, we were raised on all the classical music and I would, I can't live without it. <laughs> gotcha. So Same. let me ask this question then. When it comes down to you two, uh, I guess being a, a duel in a group with each other, whose idea was it to start to sing? Like say, hey, we're going to take this to the next step. Alyssa. Probably Mainly. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what was, and, and why is that? Why, why did you have that bright idea? Um, I guess I've always, I wanted to be a songwriter and I also, I love musical theater. I love performing and, um, Lily, there were just a few times like around like 2015, 2016, like those few years where I was like, Hey Lily, come sing with me. And Mm -hmm. she started to sing with me and help me write and finish songs. And then we started to perform for neighbors and family and it just kind of took off from there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Lily, I spoke to you roughly about three years ago, uh, December of 2020. Um, what happened with you and your illustrations? Are you still doing it or you're just focused on music? Um, I haven't done any illustrations for books like recently, uh, mainly because of college, but um I'm also still writing my own books, but I am still doing music with my sister mainly, and that's what we're going out there for. But I have uh, submitted my book to our first publisher to see if they'll take it. So okay, that's what's going on there. All right, so let's talk about this music journey. I noticed that you mm-hmm. ladies have uh, a new release called Clearly. So whose idea was to come up with Clearly? Um, me. Um... I wrote that song when I was 16 years old. So that was six years ago. Um, And it was one of the first songs that I like really finished and felt really good about. Um, And my mom had me sing it for her writing partner, who's also a songwriter, a very uh, successful songwriter. 
And he said, out of the songs that I'd shown him, it was one of my most commercial sounding songs. And um, with our producer, Ted Perlman, we have, we did Open Win with him before Clearly. And that was one that was a co-written song between me, my mother, and her writing partner, Thornton Klein. And our next step was to take this song Clearly um, and record it and see what happened with it. Okay. Now, I know a lot of people um, have the wrong perception about YouTube. A lot of times when we look at YouTube, the first thing people look at are the numbers and the likes. So how is Clearly an Open Wind doing for you guys on other markets? Um, it's done amazing. Mm -hmm. um, on radio, so we have a radio promoter and a video promoter, and the radio promoter um, submitted it, I think it was in October, mid-October, and it went, it came on the charts for the Euro and World Indie at like four, in the 40s or 30s, and went straight up to like number one and two on the World and Euro charts pretty quickly, actually, and it's actually still on the charts even now. Um, so distribution wise, we use DistroKid and that takes it out to everywhere you can stream and get music and it's done very well. And the video promoter just started promoting before Christmas with the video um, and it's playing right now. I mean, I just got a new report yesterday of all the outlets that it's, you know, it's playing all over the world and it's playing uh, on VH1 and things like that. And then um, I know for two weeks now it's been up in Rochester and the Northeast and like going into streaming into like a million different homes. Um, so there's, there, there's that growth that happens like every week there's more uh, accounts that add them. Um, and it, it's stuff that happens all over the world, actually. So it's pretty fascinating and pretty interesting. And it's sort of like an author having a publicist, you know, mm -hmm. they can really help push and get that music out there. Um, I, I really do recommend a radio promoter and a music pro uh, and a, a video promoter. And that's like uh, music and film promotions and then uh, Rive Video. So both those companies are excellent companies to work with. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, any one of you can jump in and answer this question, but what are some of the things now that you're noticing that, uh, about this music business that you think is a quite frustrating? That'd probably be like, me. Like <laughs> all the things and requirements that you have to do. Yeah. All the hoops that you have to jump over, uh, yeah, especially can... when it comes to copyright. Okay. Mm. Let's talk mm. about that a little bit. Let's talk. Give me a little detail about that, because a lot of people want to know uh, about copyrights when it comes to music. Right. Mm -hmm. So there I have a whole list, Darshan, of things that I have to do as soon as, um, you know, as soon as the song is finished from the music producer, Ted Perlman, when he sends it to us then I go to a company called ISRC and submit it there and they embed your music. So they embed it with codes that can then be uh, recorded anytime it's ever played so that the artist makes sure that they get paid. So there's a lot of things you have to do to protect yourself as an artist and you have to do that with the song and the video. And then you would, you know, you need to do that before you submit it to any radio anywhere. You've got to have those embedded codes and then you have to, you know, put it, it's got to go into sound scan and sound exchange. Um, and then, um, let's see, there's a few others that you need to, to, to register the music with and the video if you do a video. Um, and it's not, I mean, it's not outrageously expensive to do all this, but in the end, what happens is that it protects your artist. 
so that no matter where the music is played, you're going to get you're going to get paid for it. You definitely need to join ASCAP or BMI uh, for royalty payment as well. So every single uh, one of these organizations is going to monitor your music um, for different reasons. Like uh, the Harry Fox agency is going to monitor uh, if your video gets played and picked up like in a movie or if it was played on, um, on uh, iTunes, I mean, not iTunes, but um, if it was picked up in a, um, like a, commercial. a, yeah, a commercial, a bar, a gym, a, you know, we don't, a lot of people don't think about this stuff, Darshan. It's mm. so tedious. There's just so much work that has to go along with it. And that's before you even start doing any promotion, right. you know, so I would say the next song that we put out, I, I, we're going to have to all work as a team to do it because it, it just takes so much work to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you touched on that because a lot of people really don't understand like the inner workings of a business of being a recording artist and the things that go along mm -hmm. with it. So uh, Elizabeth and Lily, tell me what is your, what's your overall goal with Sisters J? Um, <laughs> to share positive messages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, to, to go off of that, um, I'm going to quote Dave Grohl a little bit. Cause like when we write music, it's, it comes from the heart. Um, and we want to be able to write music that people relate to. And like, if we perform that, uh, perform the music, which that is also another goal. It is to like, to sing it and we could sing it for one reason, but say in a crowd of 10,000, they could be singing it back for 10,000 individual reasons. And we just want music to spread positive messages and touch people's lives and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Got you. Awesome. Well, my name is Darshawn McAway. I'm the host of Wild Podcast. We're talking to Sisters J. You can find them on YouTube at Sisters J Music. Uh, and to be more specific, it says official Sisters J Music on YouTube. We're talking to Elizabeth and Lily Jackson and their mom, which is their business partner in the sense, their business manager. She's right there with them all, every step of the way. Uh, I want to thank you ladies so much for coming on to Wild Podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I wish you so much extreme success in your new endeavors and in your journey in life. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies, have a good one.